Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. Happy Monday. Hopefully, you're not too tired from the weekend. Anyway, I want to welcome you back to another installment of the GeForce Podcast miniseries, Car Care 101. This is the fourth installment, so please make sure you've already caught up on the previous episodes. Just as a quick reminder, we first discussed protecting car paint, and then followed that up with an episode discussing the proper way to keep your car's paint clean and scratch-free. Then in the third episode of the miniseries, we discussed the first non-aesthetic maintenance item, covering the differences and importance of motor oil. We're going to continue the trend of important car maintenance this week, but this is a more universally needed item. I guess you can argue that oil changes are less necessary for certain electric vehicles than for standard internal combustion vehicles. This episode though will be important for electric vehicles and traditional internal combustion vehicles. And we're covering one of the most important items on the car itself. It's critical you keep maintaining and monitoring this part of your car as this item is the main thing that translates all the inputs from the driver into actual physical movements. Getting tired of these anecdotes? Well, fortunately, that's today's topic. Tires. Okay, terrible puns aside, tires are definitely one of the most important and one of the most overlooked aspects of car care. As I said earlier, Tires are the contact patch between the vehicle and the road, which is a vital part of car safety and, of course, car performance. For this episode, we'll cover the basics for tire maintenance, from when to change tires, to reading tire sizes, and then finally choosing the right type of tire compound. Although the world of tires can seem complicated on the surface, By covering these items, I think we can get some clarity and make things more easy to understand when it comes to just maintaining tires. First up, knowing when to change tires. Well, obviously, if the tire no longer holds air, you'll probably need to replace it. But in some off chances, if a tire is new enough and the puncture is only small, you can actually get the tire plugged to get some more use out of it without having to replace the full tire. Getting a tire plugged professionally by a tire expert can actually help keep the tire roadworthy for several years. But keep in mind, this is different than the DIY plug kit from the auto parts store that you would manually do yourself. So just keep that in mind. Now aside from a tire not being able to hold air, there are other key items to monitor when understanding when to replace a tire. First and foremost, tread wear is a key metric to a tire's health. Tire tread is what helps the tire conform to the rough road surfaces, as well as clear out debris and fluids from the rest of the tire, providing more grip. Tread design also helps with the tire performance, 
with the overall goal to get as much grip as possible. Now certain types of tires have very different types of tread patterns depending on the weather and terrain they're meant for. Now no matter the tire type, tread depth wears down over time. And this is what you need to look out for. As the depth wears down, it becomes less useful at channeling away the debris and fluids from the road. At low enough depth, the tires will actually start to show the cords for the tire itself, at which point the risk of the tire blowing out while driving is quite high. Before that also, as the tread wears down, you lose the ability for the fluids to be channeled out, which increases the risk of hydroplaning over fluids. That's not a good situation either because you lose control over the car itself. Now each tire has a recommended minimum tread level from the manufacturer, but the general guidance per the law is that tires with tread less than 1.6 millimeters or 1 16th of an inch depth of tread are no longer road legal. The other key indicator of when to change tires is understanding how old the tires are. Now tires actually have dates stamped onto the tire wall itself and it's important to know these dates but as well as the overall condition of the tire because the rubber in the tire degrades and rots over time which compromises the actual tire structure. Now with tire age the easiest way to see if your tires need to be replaced is if there are signs of cracking in the rubber away from the tread. This is where the tire rubber is becoming brittle, which is a pretty big safety concern. Otherwise, back to that sidewall stamp, there is a box on the sidewall of the tire that shows a code with either four numbers by themselves or a string of letters ending with four numbers. These numbers indicate the date the tire was produced, from the last two indicating the years after 2000 and the first two numbers indicating the week of the year itself. So 4820 would be the 48th week of 2020, or November week 4, 2020. With reading date codes, the recommendation from many is to replace tires five to six years after they were produced to lower the risk of tire failure due to tire rot. Of course, if you see premature signs of tire rot or cracking on the surface of the tire, even before the five to six year mark, it's highly recommended you go and change your tires out. Those were the key indicators of when to replace a tire. Let's discuss now getting new tires. The first thing to do is to go back to the tire wall and check for some more numbers. Hang with me there. We'll make this as easy as possible. Aside from the box date saying when the tire was produced, tires have another long three dashed series of numbers and letters. This is the tire size. Tire size is measured in three key dimensions, the tire width, the tire wall thickness, and the diameter of the rim that can fit in the opening of the tire. The first number, usually a three-digit number, is the tire width, the distance between the two tire walls. 
This number is in millimeters, so that's something to keep in mind, just as a fun fact for talking to other people, but it's important to know where you can find this number anyway. That second number, usually a two-digit number, is the aspect ratio. It's a measure of the thickness of the tire sidewall as a relationship of the total tire diameter versus the width of the tire. It's not super important to remember that formula for normal car maintenance, but it becomes important when choosing non-factory wheels and tire sizes. I think we'll have to discuss aftermarket wheels in a later episode. It's a whole new world and it's pretty interesting as well. Finally, the last number is a two-digit number. This is the diameter of wheel that fits in the opening of tire. Again, not super important to remember exactly all of these numbers' purposes, but it's very important to get these numbers right when getting new tires. Also, make sure to check the tire size on both your front and rear wheels. Some cars run staggered wheel sizes, and so you need to make sure you get two for the front, two for the rear, and that they're different sizes. Now the final key item to keep in mind for normal tire maintenance is purchasing the right tire. Tires can be made of different compounds and can also have different tread patterns as we discussed earlier, depending on what terrain and environment they're built for. In areas that are hot and rarely get precipitation, running a summer tire is probably the best option just be careful when driving in the rain, especially if there's lots of standing water. For most people, all season tires are a great option. They have better performance in the rain than summer tires and can even be used in the snow. However, they do wear out a bit quicker than summer tires, which is why a lot of people in those hotter, drier climates run summer tires all year round. The other main category is winter tires. These are the softest type of consumer grade tire, as the rubber is developed to be soft in below freezing weather. The tread is also generally chunkier, better for gripping in the snow. If you are a person who is a careful driver and lives in a place that gets a bit of snow, getting all season tires can be a convenient way of driving a car all year round and not needing two sets of tires. However, I still recommend having a set of summer or all-season tires and a set of winter tires in environments that get proper snow during the winter. Big snowfall with good tires, it makes a whole difference in dealing with those pretty bad conditions. I just think the one thing you need to make sure is you don't drive with snow tires in the summer. The tire tread will wear out extremely quickly. Well, that about wraps up episode four of Car Care 101. Tires are surprisingly complex, and this is a basic primer on the nuances of basic tire maintenance, rather than an in-depth discussion about everything about the tire. Following these tips and tricks will make sure your tires are up to their optimal performance, which will keep you safe and enjoying the drive.